0: I want to do my best for the next few moments to share with you what the Lord has placed in our heart for our time together this morning. If the Lord would help us over the next few moments. This is not a new passage of Scripture, probably for most of you in this room. I am not necessarily going to preach a message this morning from this passage of Scripture. However, I am going to use it to draw a parallel with that which the Lord has placed in my spirit concerning where we are today at this time in history. And uh, so I'm going to ask you to stay with me this morning. I'm going to take a little bit of time and I'm going to lay some things out uh, from this passage of scripture and then I'm just going to jump into... Uh, the message that I feel like I need to deliver this morning into your hearing and uh, then I will be really least of my responsibility and then you can choose to do what you will with it. Okay, so this morning I I will say that uh, this could possibly be one of the most important messages that I've ever delivered from this platform. in 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 recent history and uh, i don't say that uh, for any other reason than to prompt us to let's be focused this morning so the holy spirit can do what he desires to do in our lives Uh, and this morning i'm going to ask you i know if you're able if you're not able to i understand but if you're able i'm going to ask you to stand for the reading of god's word this morning and then we're just going to jump in this morning i'm going to read this passage of scripture from the amplified version this morning just because i believe that it states it in a manner that i believe we need to hear this morning it says, now the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, look now, the place where we live near you is too small for us. Please let us go to the Jordan River and let each man take from there a beam for the building. And let us make a place there for ourselves where we may live. And he answered, go. Then one said, please be willing to go with your servants. So he answered, I shall go. So he went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down some of the trees. But it happened that as one was cutting down a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried out and said, Oh no, my master, it was borrowed. The man of God said, Where did it fall? When he showed him the place... Elisha cut off a stick and threw it in there and made the iron axe head float. He then said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out with his hand and took it. For a few moments this morning, I want to talk to you about the resurfacing of the edge. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, this morning, I thank you for the privilege to be in this house. I thank you for the privilege to be with your people. But today, Father, over the next few moments, I pray that you would anoint this vessel to speak, not opinion, but to speak that which you would have us to hear today. And Lord, I pray that the ears of every man, woman, boy, girl in this room are joining us by way of technology, that they would have ears to hear and hearts to receive your word. And we'll never cease to give you the praise and the glory for all that is accomplished this day. And the church says, Amen and Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you for reverencing the word of the Lord this morning with us. It is clear in this story that there was a need for a miracle. While an axe head seems insignificant for you and I this morning in this room, it was a sizable investment during this time in history. We see that this event took place in a time or season of transition. Ecclesiastics chapter number 3 tells us that there was a time and a purpose for everything under the heavens. And we find that in Second Kings chapter number 6, there was a generation that was beginning to transition from one place to another. It is clear that they had been influenced by the time that they had spent with the prophet Elisha. If you was to go back a few chapters in your Bible this morning and read from 2 Kings chapter number 2, you would find the story of when Elijah and Elisha is walking together. Elisha had been with Elijah for about 10 years, but the word of the Lord had come and simply said that it is time for him to be lifted from this earth. And Elisha, you know the story, I won't re-preach it this morning, but Elisha would not leave the side of Elijah, the man that had mentored him and groomed him. And he simply said, what is it that you would have for me to do for you before I leave and he simply said I desire a double portion. When you get to chapter 2 verses 11 through 18 you will find that as they was walking together all of a sudden there's a disruption. Horses and chariots of fire. There's a catching away of the prophet and Elisha saw it and that which the former prophet Elijah had said if you see me when I go you will receive that which you ask of and we know that in that moment that he rent his garments and he picked up the mantle of Elijah and he went to the Jordan and he smote the waters And when he did, the waters parted hither and thither, is what your Bible says. But standing on the other side near Jericho was the sons of the prophets. And they saw this, and they had this to say, Surely the Lord God of Elijah is with Elisha. But we find in that story, but then they came near to him and said, there is 50 of us here, would you please permit us to go and let's see if we can find the prophet. Let's see if he's up on a mountain somewhere. And, and Elisha uh, did not give them his blessing until they continued. It says that he was embarrassed by their continued asking and he finally released them and after a few days of searching they came back and said, we can't find him anywhere. And he said, did I tell you not to go? We see that they saw and they believed, but yet they were struggling with doubt and unbelief on a level that was really hindering them from processing what God was really doing in that moment. But we find that now after time has been spent with Elisha and they have witnessed waters be healed and other things transpire, that in chapter number 6, we find that in a season of transition, they now are requesting him to take a journey with them into this new place of dwelling. It appears that the sons of the prophets had witnessed such power and presence of God that they had began to grow in their faith. Notice as they began to make this transition, they began to swing the axe and they began to remove some of the trees and something unexpected happened. You see, when they made the request that we read this morning that let us go and create a place because where we are is no longer adequate, it's no longer fitting and they was the process of gathering and removing and preparing and building. And as this process began, there was an unexpected delay. And while a generation was preparing for an enlargement, one of them lost his edge, which prompted him to begin to cry out to the prophet once again. Notice he says, alas, master, for it was borrowed. You do not read in that moment where Elisha panicked, or, nor do you read where he became paralyzed by fear. But you see his response in verse number 6, and it says, and the man of God said, where fell it? And he showed him the place, and he cut down a stick, and he cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. I believe it's probably safe to say that none of us in this room today has saw an axe head float in the water. I believe it's safe to say that we can comprehend this morning that in the natural It is impossible to take place. But it was in that moment that he just simply said, show me where it fell. And as he stood on the banks of the river, he cut down a stick and he put it in the water. And the Bible says that the iron did swim. Let me insert this morning. That the stick that he cut down and inserted into the muddy Jordan River in that moment is symbolic of the cross of Calvary. Can I say to you this morning that any time that the cross is inserted into a situation, the situation always changes. Notice it was when the prophet stood and inserted that the impossible began to take place in the presence of men. An old iron accent began to flow. But the story doesn't end there. verse number 7, chapter number 6, says, Therefore said he, talking about Elisha, take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and he took it. But let me give it to you in the amplified version as I read it just a moment ago. He said, talking about Elisha, looked at that young prophet and said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out with his hand and took it. Can I tell you this morning, there comes a time where you have to stick out your hand and you have to take it for yourself. It was in that moment that the man had to reposition himself to take possession of the ax head that was brought back to the surface. I share this story with you today for only one reason. And that is to draw a parallel of where we are today. And as I have meditated on the word of the Lord this week and I have turned my heart towards heaven, I believe the Lord has spoken to me through this passage in a very strong manner. And I'm going to take a few moments today and share with you what God has put in my spirit. I'm not going to keep you long this morning. But I'm going to keep you long enough to deposit into you that which God has brought to me. This is not about politics. This is not about political party. This is not about the media and it's filth and garbage. It is much bigger than any of that. So if you can't get beyond the party, the politics and the media You might as well tune me out right now because you're going to interpret what I'm getting ready to say in a wrong manner. But this is about a move of God that is about to shake the nations of the world and the revealing to the world the one true power that surpasses any power they may possess. This is about driving back an Antichrist spirit from America. This is about the death of a spirit of Jezebel and of Ahab. This is about, please hear me. This is about authority being transferred along with the humiliating and the destruction and the removal of a Haman spirit that is plaguing the church in America. This is a time where we must hear. And we must embrace what God is wanting us to hear this morning. In the year 2016, a transition began to take place in America. Men and women of faith from many denominations began to cry out in dissatisfaction for the place they found themselves was a place they no longer desired to be. Their love for Christ and country propelled them to action. I heard the Lord say that I heard their cry and I honored their request And they began to move from apathy to restoring faith in their land. And due to the cry of the church, an unexpected shift occurred and a movement was birthed. There was a revival of patriotism and prayer and prophecy that came to the United States of America in the year 2016. However, this movement was different than any other movement seen in recent history in this nation because of one thing. For the ones that began to lead did not want to go without me, says the Lord. And I honored their request and I began to walk with them. And it was during this time we began to see the return of the display of the Holy Ghost in the highest offices of our land prayer meetings began to be held and bible studies began to occur weekly and even times of worship began to be in the buildings that was marked with god's word on the outside but had always been off limits in this manner to the people of faith in recent history but in order for this to continue there had to be something change there had to begin to be the clearing of the landscape in order for this spiritual enlargement and dwelling place to be erected and built. And in order for the dwelling place to be built to house this generation and to house this move of God and to house the arrival of his glory, there had to be the cutting down of not all, but some, trees. Trees are symbolic of people. Please hear me. We see when the Holy Spirit is welcomed, anytime time through history, it always brings with it revelation knowledge. And revelation knowledge always brings clarity to that which needs to be removed. And we see that when things begin to fall such as trees, it causes the earth to begin to shake. Those of you that have cut some firewood in your days, you understand what happens when the final cut is made and the big oak tree or the big walnut tree or the big ash tree begins to fall and all of a sudden there's a moment of silence, but then as it comes crashing to the ground, you can feel things begin to vibrate under your feet. This is what began to be witnessed in the United States of America in the year 2016. But something happened during this process. Some wood, as those of you in this room can attest to, especially if you've messed with wood any at all, there is some wood that we would say this about it it's soft wood. But then there is some other wood that we call is hard wood. And if you want to. See how hard wood can be. I can give you an axe and I can let you begin to swing it and try to split it or try to cut it down, but there is great resistance that comes with the hardwood. But in 2016 and the years following, leading up to 2020, we find that there began to be the removal of some trees, and we find that. Something happened and we got into some hardwood and it caused great difficulty. And when things began to be removed, the resistance began to cause the weakening of the axe head off the handle in the spiritual realm speaking. And as it was been swung, something happened. The axe head came free from the handle and it fell down. And then all of a sudden, in the year 2020, as trees was falling and the earth was beginning to shake, there was a cry that went up and it was simply saying, Master, the axe is missing. Can I tell you when we arrived at the beginning of 2020, The earth began to shake, governments shook, nations shook, cities began to shake, churches and schools and families all began to be affected by the resistance of the enlargement taking place in the spiritual realm when unexpectedly one lost his edge. All of a sudden, once again, we find that there was an unexpected delay. A cry came up out of the land, a gasp. Men failed to comprehend what had just occurred, and it appeared that the axe had been lost again. And even this time, people have said, It's lost forever. But let me insert just two words right there, but gone. The sounds of trees falling came to a halt and it looked like they were going to remain standing forever. But then unexpectedly something began to happen once again. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, PBS or any other one you would like to mention this morning has never covered it and it has went unnoticed. It has not even been acknowledged in many platforms across America and for that matter across the globe because we are too busy being religious and creating our own kingdoms. But in the midst of all of the turmoil, in the midst of the cry, the same generation that cried in 2016 began to cry again in 2020 and is still crying into 2021. And because of the invitation that he received four years ago and because of the presence of the Holy Ghost that has been strategically placed during this season, says the Lord, I have rel- Release the voice of the prophet in this hour. It is the prophet that has spoken and cut down the stick that nobody has noticed and nobody has paid attention to but what has happened in the last nine months in America is that the prophet of God has came on the scene in a manner that he has not been in recent years and he has taken down the stick and he has inserted it into the troubling Jordan and all of a sudden there is beginning to be uh, the resurfacing uh, of an edge. Uh, And I got to tell somebody this morning uh, that the edge of the Spirit, says the Lord, uh, is coming back from the place of obscurity. uh, And there is a change that's taking place uh, in this very moment of time. Uh, Please hear this preacher this morning. Uh, It's coming to the surface. uh, And I am calling you, says the Lord, my people uh, to reposition uh, and to take it up for yourselves. Uh, The Lord would say uh, you have just entered into a time uh, that is called uh, a divine completeness. Uh, uh, Listen to me. uh, This morning uh, while the number seven all throughout the Bible uh, means and represents completeness uh, and perfection uh, and while eight always means a new beginning uh, meaning a new order uh, or creation uh, the number nine never gets talked about too much uh, but number nine simply means this uh, divine completeness uh, or conveys uh, the meaning uh, of a finale uh, Christ died uh, notice this uh, Christ died at three o'clock in the afternoon uh, which is the ninth hour of the day uh, the day of atonement uh, by many considered to be the most holy day of the year always begins at sunset on the ninth day of the seventh month. We also know that the Holy Ghost is represented by the nine fruits of the Spirit. We also know it was at the ninth hour that the man by the name of Cornelius had a vision to go contact Peter and it was him. He was the first recorded Gentile uh, to ever be converted uh, and to ever have the power of the Holy Ghost upon his life. Uh, Can I tell you this morning uh, while I was in my study this week uh, but then when I came back into my office and stayed there to the wee hours of the morning last night uh, the Lord began to deposit into my spirit uh, he said it was the ninth hour uh, that things began to be shifted and changed uh, to bring about a finality uh, that defeated the Enemy uh, that destroyed the bondages and the strongholds. Uh, and can I tell you this morning, uh, right now in this season, uh, August the 3rd uh, was the birthing uh, of a divine completeness? Uh, because can I tell you, uh, I hear the Lord telling us uh, this is important because uh, we find that August the 3rd uh, we entered into the ninth month uh, from an event uh, that took place in our nation. Uh, that changed everything. Uh, You can do the math uh, and go back to what that event was. I don't need to tell you, uh, but I hear the Lord saying, uh, I have completed some things in the heavenlies uh, these last two months, uh, and I began a new thing in my people uh, that which I have done in the hearts of some these last 30 days uh, is now going to begin to be manifest. Uh, But it is in this season uh, I am now going to set in motion uh, In this ninth month, uh, a divine completeness. uh, As my people take up the edge uh, in this hour, says the Lord, uh, there is going to begin to be the return uh, of the removal uh, of some trees. uh, And the ones that are going to fall, uh, they are large trees, says the Lord. uh, And when they fall, uh, the earth will shake. Uh, Oh, uh, how it will shake, says the Lord. uh, Many uh, will witness the Hearts of men failing, and many will stand in embarrassment and shame. The drums of war is getting ready to sound loud across the globe. There will be a resistance to the edge, but it will not be weakened, says the Lord. The one that had lost his edge now will possess a greater awareness of its value and will ensure it remains firmly attached to his handle. The Lord says, I am following, I am allowing. him uh, to have an opportunity uh, to kneel down uh, and to reach out uh, and to take that which I am now bringing to the surface uh, and to take it for himself. Uh, Time will tell, says the Lord. Uh, He will choose to follow, uh, but choose quickly, says the Lord, uh, for this is the hour uh, of divine completeness. Uh, For that which is coming to the surface uh, is that from the old well, says the Lord. Uh, The Troubling of the waters uh, is causing the resurfacing of my spirit. uh, And the Lord would say it is by my, it is not by might, uh, but it is by my spirit. uh, And the Lord says my people will see my glory. Uh, As I have said before, uh, I will say again, uh, this is a season of resurrection. Uh, God would say life is returning. Uh, That which you thought had been killed and buried uh, is now stepped from the shadows of death and it is walking with resurrection power and authority. I hear the Lord say, pay no attention to the noise in the streets for I am now releasing a noise in the heavenlies and the wind is getting ready to be released like it was at the day of Pentecost. And he said this wind is going to cause the trees to fall in the manner and the place that I desire for them to and that which you heard in the upper room uh, is now been released uh, and cloven tongues as a fire uh, is getting ready to come and sit down upon my people. Uh, it's getting ready now uh, to be released in this ninth month, says the Lord, uh, that it is even now traveling through the heavenlies uh, and no man is able to stop what I am releasing. Uh, foundations are about to be shaken. Uh, curses are about to be broken. Uh, I am reviving my people for this harvest says the Lord the dwelling place that has been started will no longer be delayed but it will be completed in this hour says the Lord the time has come for the church to awaken and arise and as the amplified version says it's time to pick it up for yourself for the saving of a harvest I wish somebody giving praise right now for about 30 seconds Because can I tell you, uh, they say it's over. uh, But God's about to bring about uh, a releasing uh, of the Holy Ghost in this land. There is a resurfacing uh, that's coming uh, to the United States of America. Uh, listen, uh, you don't have to get all excited uh, about a lot of things, uh, but one thing you need to understand, uh, that the church uh, is been called uh, to reposition itself, uh, to take back uh, that which God is bringing to the surface Uh, you're not going to get it standing in a religious position uh, but you're going to have to humble yourself on the banks of the Jordan uh, and you're going to have to reach out and grab a hold of that thing Uh, it's not enough to see the water flowing uh, but somebody's going to have to get in uh, and they're going to have to let it touch them uh, and change their life forever In this moment of time, something's changing, something's moving, and it's not been orchestrated by man. But there is a resurfacing of the edge. The Lord would say to you and I today that August the 3rd marked the beginning of the end for some. Because of their unwillingness to embrace the call of God. They are going to be removed from their places of power and authority. If you do not believe the words of your pastor this morning, I just challenge you to go look at some of the top news stories that began to be printed on August the 3rd. Men began to turn on each other. The ones that they had praised shortly before, they now began to say, you must go. You must resign. There is a divine Completeness, there is a finale. Can I tell you when we celebrate our nation's freedom, it's often done in the evening hours, and you hear people begin to go, ooh, oh, that's pretty. But then there's always a finale. There's been some people saying, ooh, and oh, that's interesting. But they have not yet seen the finale. But I want to tell somebody this morning, it's time to get ready because we're about to see the salvation of the Lord. But you're going to have to change your position you see, if you go back to the story in Second Kings chapter number 6, the prophet could have reached out and grabbed it. But he didn't. He simply just said, reach out there and take a hold of it for yourself. Bring it back into your possession. I going to tell you something. There's a lot of you under the sound of my voice today. Please don't take this offensively. But let the Holy Spirit offend you if it needs to. Some of you used to walk with an edge. You used to testify with an edge. You used to sing with an edge. You used to serve with an edge. But all you've been doing is swinging a handle. Because you fell in love with the world instead of fell in love with the word and you wonder why you got blisters all over your hand and you're not getting anything done and you're not getting any joy and peace would we'll tell you why is because you're in a lukewarm condition and god says i have gave you the space of grace and time but now in this season you have to choose and if you don't choose wisely i will lift things from you but for the ones that'll choose This morning, it is in this moment of time that God said in the spirit right now, there's something coming to the surface. Now, he's simply saying, reach out and take it. So as Joshua said to his nation of Israel, I say to this nation today, choose whom you will serve. I'm going to tell you something this morning. That old iron head that's floating, that shouldn't be floating, but it's floating because of the supernatural power of God for generations. It has cut down trees. It has created dwellings. It has created safe places. It it has provided heat in the winter. It has provided shelter in the storm. It has always stood the test of time. And I'm going to tell you something. If you will be man enough and woman enough to reach out and put it on your handle, it will still sustain you and your family throughout this generation. And it will bring about a changing of the landscape. But listen, the latest fads and fashion is not the answer. But it's that which is from the old well. That's why Jeremiah said search out the old path. Listen. I will say this, uh, if it was good enough for my daddy, it's good enough for me. Uh, if it was able to heal the sick then, it'll heal the sick now. Uh, if it'll deliver then, it'll deliver now. Uh, if it will bring about the impossible then, it will bring about the impossible now. Uh, I want to tell somebody this morning uh, that what you see naturally uh, is not what it really is. I heard a lady preach Friday night, wonderful job. She said, your, your condition is not your conclusion. Uh, can I tell you this morning? Uh, I want to steal that line and tell you uh, that your condition right now in the United States of America is not our conclusion uh, because God is still on the throne uh, and He is still uh, desiring to move on behalf of this nation. Uh, and I want to tell you uh, you need to roll up your sleeves and get ready uh, because there is a reviving of the Holy Ghost and fire uh, that is coming to the United States of America. And the only thing that will keep it from this house uh, and any other house like this house uh, is when the people choose not to pick up the edge Uh, but if I can get somebody to join with me uh, this morning uh, and say you know what Uh, all that matters to me uh, is what God is doing in the midst of the river Uh, it's not about politics Uh, it's not about party Uh, it's not about what somebody else says or thinks about me Uh, but I just want to get into the river Uh, listen uh, I'm just to this place right now Uh, I'm not going to lean over the edge Uh, I don't even swear That well, but I'm gonna jump in head first and say, Nobody's gonna get my edge because that's mine for this hour and this season. Is anybody in this room desiring the Spirit of God? Let us stand all over the house this morning as they come to the music. The resurfacing of the edge, the resurfacing of the edge. I want to be honest with you this morning. You're not going to take possession of this and get it attached to your handle by simply saying a 30 second prayer or singing a song and shedding a little tear. You're going to take possession of this thing and it's going to be attached to your handle and it will be fastened tightly and securely by the Holy Spirit of God. When you and I once again began to weep between the porch and the altar for our families for our nation. This morning, we're a few days into a divine completeness. This things wrapping up. Things are changing quickly. The winds of winter is blowing. In the natural, you could begin to drive by the cornfields of Indiana and you could begin to look at the tasseling on the corn. And it tells me, it tells me, the winds of winter is coming. In my spirit today, of winter is coming everything that can be shaken will be shaken the only way that crop in that field is safe is if it's harvested and brought into the storehouse the only safety that we are going to have in the weeks and months ahead that of the spiritual ark that has been built by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ I don't know about you this morning but I have family outside the ark I have family in a dangerous place today that's why I'm going to stand and sound the alarm one more time and say come come maybe under the sound of my voice this morning you may not be currently serving Jesus you may have never surrendered your life to Him or maybe you've walked away from Him can I tell you today's the day for you just to surrender all and say God I'm trusting You." maybe you're faithful to the house of God here in other places and I'm not questioning whether you love Him or not. I'm not even questioning your salvation. But you would say, Pastor, the edge, the edge isn't what it needs to be. It may still be attached, but maybe it's just not as sharp as it used to be. Can I tell you, these altars is the, housing of the blacksmiths of heaven where it can be resharpened and reshaped young people please hear me this morning I'm not against the change of methods but you young men and women you young adults you please hear your pastor this morning If you're running after new methods, you're going to be greatly disappointed and you're going to be powerless. But if you'll run to the place where the axe head is floating, you will begin to bring into your possession the power and the ability to turn a world upside down. And those dreams that you have in here that God has put, they will begin to be manifested through you. God will begin to anoint you and equip you. But you will live a disappointed life unless you take possession of the edge. This morning, how will we respond? As they just begin to minister in song, you know what you have need of this morning. I have need of a revival fire to be kindled in the churches across America. And I need there to be an awakening in the streets of our cities. This morning, is there anybody under the sound of my voice that would step from your seat as a symbolic testimony of saying, I'm taking back the edge in my life come and stand or kneel in the front of this building and just talk to the Lord for a little while. You say, everything's good in my life. Well, then you can intercede for your nation this morning and say, God, do what only you can do. Won't you come this morning? Hi everybody, this is Pastor Jade Abrams here. I wanna thank you for joining us today. and I also want you to connect with us. You can find us on all the social media platforms listed below and we would love to catch up with you, hear what God has spoke to you and continue to follow us. And we love you and God bless you.